0: Hey guys, just a disclaimer before we get started. You may notice that we mentioned that this is episode four. We were supposed to be posting episode three this week, but due to some audio difficulties, we're going to be posting episode three next week. And you guys are going to be able to listen to episode four before three. So bear with us and enjoy. Welcome to the To Be Honest podcast, where your besties dish up the tea on life, friendships, and more.
1: Hey, I'm Holly and I'm Emily. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the TVH, TVH podcast, episode <laughs> number
0: four. That's true, <laughs> episode four. I almost said three. I don't know why. No, no, no. I'm losing track at this point. I have everything laid out well in our Google Calendar, so I don't forget because it gets confusing. Yeah, when you're a lot. recording like several in advance and then posting one a week.
1: Mm-hmm. Don't want to get them out of order. It's so confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. Well. What's your drink of the day? Okay, so today I brought one from home because I was like, mm, let's save some money. <laughs> um, so this We is... love a thrifty queen. <laughs> yes. This is um an energy tea, and my mom actually found it. And you just go to, like, the grocery store, and it's just a normal, like, tea package. But it's energy tea, and it has, like, as much caffeine as coffee, which Dang. is interesting because it's nice because then it doesn't take as long to make it all. And it's just, like black tea but that's a little strong for me it has a little vanilla in it but i mm. put um a raspberry tea bag in it so it will taste a little more flavorful a little sweet that sounds good so yeah that's what i got going what mm. you got
0: i have shocker water with lime <laughs> what <laughs> i've had a bag of limes which, having to use them up over time so um yeah i have one lime left so,
1: oh, so, and so- i think
0: i'll have it I'll have used it up before next week's podcast. Maybe I'll buy a different fruit to infuse my water.
1: Okay. We're also
0: out of seltzer. Actually, we have one can, but it's peach flavored and I didn't really want it. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. All right. Well, what is your high and low?
1: Okay. So, starting at the low. (laughs) Um, uh i think probably like this past week i think like two days i woke up and i was like oh i just can't do anything like you mm. know when you're just feeling down you're like everything's yeah. overwhelming
0: that was me last week
1: Mm-hmm. so it was me for like two days straight but then the days turned around um and my yeah. high was one of those days where so i was like i need to do something you know so this is also impressive i am <laughs> from my i don't i get a little stressed going to places i've never been and i saw there's this coffee shop i've never been to and it it's only, like, 15 minutes for me. And I was like, okay, today's the day. I'm going to go try it. So I went, and uh, I did bring an emotional support sibling to help out. But, you know. Um, And it was so good. I think it's, like, one of my new favorite spots. And it's nice because it's so much closer than the other one we go to. So that it was my high. so good. And it made, like, one of the best ice mochas I've ever had. So mm, that was my high.
0: I need to try it out.
1: Yeah. My
0: low sort of became a high today in a way. Sort of. Oh boy. So funny story I'm gonna tell you. So I work at a um college and I do um I proctor exams for people like entering the college or like placement tests and I do a bunch of other stuff, but that's one of my jobs. And mm-hmm. I was at said work this morning, well this afternoon. And I was sitting at my desk, which is inside of, like, the testing center. And I start hearing water falling. And I was by myself. So I was like, that's weird. Like, sounds like someone, like, spilled something over, like, the side of a counter. And I look up and there's water flowing from the ceiling light. Oh, my gosh. I know. And I was like, whoa. So I quick ran and grabbed a garbage can and, like, a... like a wastebasket and put it under the drip because it was still dripping. It literally like poured out water.
1: Oh my gosh. So
0: then I like ran over to the other office right outside of the office that I'm in and I had them call maintenance and I was like there's water coming from the light in the ceiling. (laughs) Like this is concerning and we have testing in an hour and I can't be having students here getting water poured on their heads from a light bulb. Like that's not going to work. So they call maintenance and maintenance comes down and it's this like younger guy. who's probably like a little bit older than me. And then there's this like guy probably in his sixties, I would assume a little bit older. And, um, they like come in. They're kind of assessing the situation, whatever. And the they call him like another guy. And then the first older guy leaves, and that now so now there's a different like older guy. And they're like hel- helping each other like figure it out, whatever. And so after they kind of finished up, whatever, I was chatting with them, and I was like, oh, like thanks for fixing that. Really appreciate it. Um, but I was mainly just typing on my computer because I had work to get done before. Um, we started testing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just typing at the computer, and this, the younger guy, like, comes over, and he was like, um, I'm really sorry that this has happened, like, I'm gonna go to the maintenance closet and, um, and, like, clean this whole up, this mess up, and there was, like, nothing on the ground, there was, like, two little, like, flakes from the ceiling tiles, because they're, like, those drop ceiling, like, and sometimes yeah. they, like, flake a little bit, and it's messy, so there was, like, a tiny bit on the ground, like, literally nothing. And he, all the water when they had like released it from the like the skylight, um, light. It's kind of like this weird panel. Mm-hmm. They like poured it into the garbage can, which was the same one that I had caught the water in before. So there's just like a little puddle in the uh-huh. throat, garbage can. And he was like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna get like a new trash bag. I just don't want to leave this like this for you, whatever. And I was like, okay, like that, cool, thanks, appreciate it. Goes back comes back and like cleans up the whole mess and I'm on the phone at this point with someone who had like called my office to ask about something and I'm talking and then he just like stands by the desk afterward and I like kind of like look over because I'm about to say like oh thanks like right as he like walks away but he just like stands there and I was like okay so I wait till you're off the phone and he was like um he's like I changed the trash like don't worry about it here do you want these extra trash bags and I was like Sure. He's like, I got them out of the maintenance closet. Don't tell any, don't tell anybody where they came from. Oh my And I was gosh. like, okay. And he's like, if you ever need anything, um, here, write my extension down on a sticky what? note. Get a sticky note. Write my extension down. And if you ever need anything, don't call maintenance. Call me directly. Um, I'd be happy to come down and help. Like. He's like, I- I'd be way more helpful than them. And oh whatever. And I goodness. was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I wrote down his name and his extension and threw it in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was just very bizarre. And I couldn't help but like, laugh afterwards about the situation with the... Um, the garbage bags. He's like, don't tell anyone where you got these. Oh <laughs> and I was my like, gosh. don't worry, I won't.
1: <laughs> so deep. <laughs>
0: I know. It was pretty funny. Um, and I like texted Justin afterwards. He's like, whatever. <laughs> but
1: oh my it was it was funny.
0: So anyway, it low that there was water flowing out of the ceiling, high that they fixed it, and hilarious that this all happened and this HVAC man is in love with me, clearly. Like, <laughs> You're like, see this rack. Yeah, yeah right? right. Well, actually I'm not it, the other thing is I'm not wearing my <sighs> engaged. Ring and wedding band right now because they were too tight and I'm getting them sized. So they're out the jewelry I dropped them off this morning. So I've been wearing my birthstone ring that I've had for like forever,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so it doesn't look like it's not obvious that I'm married right now, even though I am yeah. wearing a necklace that says J heartsy <laughs> or whatever. Like, I that need to see that. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, now that we're we too um, good. Yeah. Okay. Discussed
1: all that. Y'all. Yes. Alrighty. What's your TBH of the week, Holly? Okay. My TBH. You don't have to be, like, embarrassed if you or like, oh, sorry, if you like things that people call basic, okay? True. So, if people are like somebody's like, oh, yeah, you know, I listen to Taylor Swift. I know that's basic. No, it's fine. Or if you're, Starbucks is your favorite coffee place or you wear white sneakers, you know, people are right. like, oh, you're so basic. Who cares? If you like it, like, go for it. You know what I mean? Agreed. Sometimes people try to be all like, oh, you're so basic. It's like, bro, who cares?
0: I actually was thinking about this because after our last podcast, I was like, oh, people are going to listen to this and be like, they're so basic, whatever. But I was like, either... People say you're basic or if you're not basic and you have a kind of an original style, you're like alternative or goth or like quirky (laughs) or I don't
1: know. So people are never happy. Just do you. That's that's the thing. So that's what I was thinking about today. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? Who even gets to decide what's basic anyway? Right. Just
0: because other people like it. That's a good thing. That's because people like it because it's good. People like white sneakers because they're cute. Mm-hmm. You know, people like leggings because they're comfortable. People like pumpkin spice because it tastes good. Imagine than <laughs> that. So that's my TBH. What's yours? I agree. My TBH is, to be honest, takeout is better than eating in the restaurant. Ooh, okay. I just, I don't like eating in front of other people. I don't know why. Hmm. I just would rather... Have this yummy food, bring it home, put on my pajamas, sit on my couch, and enjoy it in comfort. That's valid. I feel like I'm the type of person where if I'm gonna have dinner, I need, and I sit down and I'm like too hot, or like my shirt doesn't, isn't fitting me right, or something, or I'm a little bit uncomfortable, I can't enjoy what I'm eating. Oh, I see, I see. So at a restaurant, like, you know, you dress up cute sometimes to go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. but you're not comfy. And then the whole time, like, I'm uncomfortable as I'm, like, trying to enjoy this food. And I just always think about how much more would I be loving this food if I was in the comfort of my own home in my pajamas on my couch.
1: Okay. Okay. That's so. interesting.
0: I get that. What do you think?
1: I don't know because I don't eat out very often. Mainly I just go for, like, oh, this special occasion. So then it's just fun to me because I'm like, ooh, something's happening and we're yeah. celebrating. True. So mainly I just eat Like, I home. think <laughs> it's
0: fun to do, too, but I think I enjoy the food more. When oh. I'm at
1: home. Yeah, I get that. Because then you're just chilling. You don't feel like you have to. Right. Sometimes I feel like I have to eat so fast when mm-hmm. you're eating with other people. Because I'm like, oh, I don't want them to be waiting for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like,
0: there's like, I do enjoy going to a restaurant and enjoying the atmosphere and stuff and yeah. dressing up and having fun. But I just think that I enjoy the food more when I'm at home. That makes sense. I get that.
1: So, That's valid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's time to jump in to. Our
1: topic at hand. Yes. How we deal with anxiety. Yes. Um, Emily's going to give us a few disclaimers here. Yes. So no one gets offended. (laughs) Yes. Don't be coming
0: for us. Number one. Just don't be
1: coming for us. Number two
0: is we are not medical professionals. What? I thought you were a doctor. Oh my gosh. I'm a doctor. I forgot. No. We're not medical professionals. We are just wanting to talk about our experiences with anxiety and tips that we found that help us. Yeah. Don't take this and be like, oh, like this will solve my anxiety. It may help, but this is just things that have worked for us and right. uh, they might not work for you or they might work for you. So just take what we say with a grain of salt and um, don't take it too, yeah. too seriously. Um, the other thing we just wanted to mention too is we're going to be giving some tips on how to deal with anxiety. Um, but using those tips are not always everything that you need to handle that. So definitely seek medical help if you feel like anxiety has reached a level to which it inhibits your ability to complete everyday tasks and activities and just to live in general um, or causes any sort of thoughts about self-harm or suicide or anything like that. So definitely take those thoughts seriously and seek medical help if you feel like you need it.
1: Yeah. And we're not underestimating, like, therapy or stuff like that at no. all. Like, I literally go to therapy. Okay. It's very helpful. But these are just things that you can do on your own that right. just might help right. you. Exactly. That's all. You know, therapy is
0: can be helpful for, for people. Um, medication can be helpful for other people. Yeah. Um, so just do, you know, what your doctor says is best. But these are just tips outside of those things that have helped us.
1: Yeah, so, so don't y'all come for us. That being said,
0: I feel like it's just only appropriate to give a medical or a definition of anxiety before we jump into this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who might be, because uh, I feel like there's a lot, kind of a lot that goes into it,
1: mm-hmm. um, and there's different kinds of anxiety too. And I think right. we'll touch on a couple. But there's right. the basic definition. Here's
0: the basic definition from the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Okay. I copied and pasted it into my notes. Um, the medical definition is an abnormal and overwhelming sense of apprehension and fear, often marked by physical signs such as tension, sweating, and increased pulse. Okay. Cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that's the basic uh, definition there. So before we get into it, I feel like we should talk about what when our first experience with anxiety was, and I'll let you go first okay. if you know.
1: Just. Just my first experience was yeah, um,
0: like whenever the, the first time you noticed it.
1: Well, here's the thing. I didn't even notice it the first time my parents did. I was literally a toddler. And they're like, mm. oh, my gosh, this girl <laughs> is so anxious and afraid of, like, everything. Mm. And they went and were looking it up just so they could be, like, helpful. And they wouldn't be annoyed. Like, why is she scared of this or something? There, other kids aren't. So, yeah. And I think just most of my life I've been kind of anxious. But I feel like last year is when I got so rough. I had this experience. It's mm, not the vibe. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just stressed about everything under the sun. So it's just kind of been in my personality for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like my first experience with anxiety, the difference in kind of my story is that I didn't, I've grown up being like a skittish person and stuff, but I wouldn't really def- define those things as like anxiety necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're just like me being like a timid kid. But um, at the age of 15, I remember having a panic attack for the first time. Yep. That was pretty unfortunate, um, pretty uncomfortable. And for me, I'll just kind of jump into story overview here. Yeah, that's um, what we're do. For me, my first experience of anxiety followed um, kind of some post traumatic stress, and my symptoms tended to be more of panic attacks, increased heart rate, shaking and shivering, overall stress and restlessness. Mm-hmm. And um my post traumatic stress definitely manifests itself the most in anxiety and also like night terrors and things like that, but in general, um the biggest one being anxiety. So, I never experienced anything as far as like any noticeable anxiety or like panic attacks until I was like about 15 around that time. Okay. So you.
1: yeah. What about you? Um, so my brief overview. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, for most of my life, I've just kind of been relatively anxious <laughs> in person. Um, yeah, and I think partly how that comes out, I think like last year I had this experience that was just very triggering. And I think how that comes out is being scared to like, go out by myself. Uh, sometimes I'm like, oh, leaving home is very big deal um, by myself. So yeah, not, not liking to be alone at all. Uh, or if People like my family, they're going somewhere. I'm like, I don't feel like that's safe, and being like so stressed while they're out, stuff like that. Um, just like being like, bad things are gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when I was like, I think maybe 10 or 11, I started being like, noticing just like very much, I was like, oh no, I was like having all these like OCD tendencies, I'll say. Um, which I knew what it was because someone that I was close to, um, had that as well. My parents just. Fill me in so I could be, you know, understanding all that stuff. Um, And I did not probably talk about it for, like, five or six years, which was a bad move. Because mm-hmm. then it's just, like, stuck in your head, you know? Yeah. So there's that. But we'll get into tips about all these different facets, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. That's the tea. Well, and I think the biggest thing, too, is, like, in order to deal with anything, you need to recognize it. And a lot of times... It's important to, like, give it a name and yeah. be like, oh, this is what I'm struggling with. So he- now that I know what the problem is or what the struggle is, now I can find ways to help myself live better. Right. You know? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. let's see. Cool. Let's- so why don't we hop right into tips?
1: Yeah, okay. I'm coming along today. So my first one, which is the most important one that I feel like we can't ignore at all, is um, – mm-hmm. I think whenever I'm feeling like super stressed, I'm like, oh my gosh, everything's stressful. Um, what I have to do is I need, if I am at home or somewhere, it's like quiet, I need to get in a quiet spot and talk to God about it.
0: Amen. Because
1: like, yeah, that's the thing. If I'm just like in my head, it's not gonna, it's just gonna keep getting worse and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about it to myself. So I just tell him all about it. I'm like this is, like, even though Harry knows, you just gotta tell. Him. Right. So I just tell him everything about it, exactly how it is. Um, And then also I'll, read my Bible to be, like, I have tabs in my Bible that I made um for different verses that just are reminding of, like, God yeah. God giving us his peace, he's with us, all that. So that's the most important one, because I think out of all the other ones are helpful, but this mm-hmm. one is the most helpful out of all of them. Because after that, every single time, like, the problem might still be there, but I'm way more at peace. I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. Agreed. You know?
0: I feel like, too, when you're talking to God about your, um like, anxiety it kind of puts it in perspective. Um, I actually, I was going to save some of these for the end, but um, – and I'll read them at the end. But one of my favorite verses when I'm thinking about anxiety is um, the one where it's, like, talking about, you know, does not God, like, not clothe the lilies? I'm not – like, I like that. That's yeah, paraphrasing. Yeah. But um, – Because if he's going to look down and see something as small and as tiny as a flower and um, care about that, then, like, how much more is he going to care for his children? And he literally cares for all of us. And there's, like, I don't know, what, like, 7 billion people on the earth right now? Yeah. And um, and everything in it. He made all of this. So, like, he is so much bigger than our Mm -hmm. problems and so much bigger than anything that I'm anxious about. And... Um, When you think about that, it kind of does put into perspective a little bit and be like, okay, like, let me hand this off to him. He's going to handle it and I can trust that because he promises it.
1: Yeah, and I think too, I find when I'm talking to him about it, I feel like he can understand it the best of like no matter anyone else I'm talking to mm-hmm. about it, which is really nice because yeah. So right. that's also very helpful,
0: and I think basically like going off that so is just making per like a reaction,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and practicing that because yeah, I a lot of my anxiety is kind of manifested in panic attacks, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard when you're having one to be able to ground yourself and be right. like you know, what is truth and what is my mind taking advantage of the situation Mm -hmm. and my fear, like taking advantage of the situation. Like actually a little funny story. Um, I, when I got my nose pierced a couple months ago, um, I went with a friend and, um, my, I've worked really hard at like when I get very anxious, just in my mind, I just start praying and like Mm -hmm. whatever, just words like kind of come in my mind. I just, Think them to God. Yeah. And this is just kind of like a silly version of that. I was getting my nose pierced, and actually, I was a little bit creeped out because the place was a little bit kind of witchcrafty. Uh, Not really into any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went in, and the guy like went to pierce like my nose, and I was like, you know, my heart was racing. I was, you know, getting kind of anxious in mm-hmm. that way about. Um, happening and immediately my brain goes to like blessing everyone in the studio
1: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile
0: they're all like um, and I was feeling kind of bad for going there and like so- giving money to like you know there definitely was like some weird v- stuff like witchcrafty stuff going oh. on there and I was like eh, it's a little bit sus but whatever and I just like thought it was funny afterwards because here I am this like little you know 21 uh-huh. year old girl getting her nose pierced by like some creepy dude with tattoos and all over, and they, their mascot was like a live scorpion in the tattoo what? shop. It was very strange. And I'm like blessing the people in the time, <laughs> like Lord bless him <laughs> and them, and whatever. Um, so that was fun. Just like funny, but like a good example of just making it like a sub, like almost an unconscious thing that like immediately when I'm afraid, the first thing that pops into my mind is talking to God. Yeah. And that has, like, um, happened to me in, like, scarier situations, too, when Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, not sure what's going to happen, and boom, I'm, like, praying in my head.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's what – when I'm struggling with anxiety, I think the thing that's good about it in some way is I feel like it's taught me to really rely on God, because sometimes when I'm like, I have no control over this, and this is really scary, to trust that God is bigger than all these Mm -hmm. terrifying things and he's gonna take care of you so Mm -hmm. that's also it teach me to rely on him and that's the thing it's just like in your brain it's a constant conversation you know
0: exactly and i think kind of like flowing from making prayer reaction into like my second point which is reciting scripture because Mm -hmm. um this has been something making that like a reaction too um yeah that's something that's been super helpful for me like when I am feeling very anxious or having a panic attack, my go to um verses, well chapter in the Bible is just Psalm twenty three, and I will literally recite yeah. it over and over in my head,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or sometimes aloud, mm-hmm. and um until I am able to like calm down a bit. And another kind of like silly example, but um practical one that I've used that in was on my wedding day. I was being driven to the um the ceremony area yeah at the church and i was feeling so sick like uh-huh. i was nauseous i thought i was gonna pass out like my heart was beating out of my chest oh. and i was so nervous and like literally my reaction was like i couldn't stop i just like was, was reciting like psalm 23 aloud uh huh, and like with my eyes closed <laughs> and it helped and by the time yeah. i got there like i had got my bearings and i was like okay like you know, God is going to hold my hand through this, even though it's really nerve wracking and it's going to be great. And it was so, mm-hmm. and um, those are just like silly examples, but it's something that has been um, just kind of a rock for me in those like moments of uncertainty and anxiety
1: and panic attacks. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think uh, the same way, that's something I do a lot. You know, the verse is like, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power mm-hmm. and love is sound mind." Yeah. That's the a thing. And one. I'm always like, okay and i'll say that i'll just talk to him I'm like i know you didn't give me a spirit of fear i'm like let's have a sound mind okay Let me have that <laughs> so yes. yeah but no that's that's the thing yeah i like that that's the that's one i'll go to mm. um so my second one um this one's just more like i found to be helpful is any form of like movement in some way mm-hmm. because when i'm just sitting there like stressing and thinking like oh my gosh so i just i'm like okay i need to move my body in some way. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm a runner, so I'll do that sometimes. Or I, oh my gosh, this one's actually really good. I was doing that today. I was a little anxious today because I was like, this is so ironic. I was like, I get stressed to drive sometimes. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I have to, I'm going to record with Emily. So I have to drive over. I'm literally being anxious to go drive to record the anxiety <laughs> episode. Kind of <laughs> awkward. but um, And so we have a punching bag in our basement. I love that so much I'm like all right we got the gloves and everything and that's like a really good workout too first mm. and so I do that one when I'm not running on my days off and whenever you're doing that like it just kind of gets you out of your head a little bit yeah like okay got the endorphins going mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I think that helps a lot right for I, me
0: I feel like or just a walk even. And it's just a distraction and it takes so much energy yeah it takes the energy away from being anxious and puts it to something like productive mm-hmm. which is important my next one is grounding yourself. So, I feel like a lot of these, like, well, this one particularly um, has helped me, like, with panic attacks. Um, So, ground yourself by, like, sitting down, feeling your body and, like, the space that you're in. So, like, for me, like, I'll be sitting down and I'll be, like, I feel like my legs. I'll just think about these things. I feel my legs touching the chair. I feel yeah. my feet touching the ground. Like, I feel, like, You know, my arms touching the arms of the chair or whatever that I'm touching Mm -hmm. and just like sinking into that and like letting myself feel the things around me just to kind of ground my body. And it definitely having that distraction sort of in your mind as well as being able to like physically ground yourself does help me a bit. Um, when like my heart is racing out of my chest and, yep. um, I'm shaking and things like that for like more like the, of the physical symptoms, I feel yeah. like, um, definitely helps.
1: That's it. That's going to be one. Of, that was one of my tips I was going to say, um, similar to that. I don't have as many panic attacks. Um, not that long ago I actually did. And I had told my mom about this before. And so when I'm in the middle of it, I'm like, I can't think. And she remembered what I told her and she started helping me, which was really nice. But two people that I was close with. Where, um at different times had we're having panic attacks and I had to walk them through it with it and it actually helped and it's just I don't really remember the name for it but it's like basically the senses so when I'm talking to one of them I'm like okay like what do you like smell right mm-hmm. and it could be like I don't know you're like in a restaurant you're like ooh, this food or something mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or it's like okay what do you hear I'm like oh I hear like people talking you know it's like okay what do you feel like mm-hmm. something like that and it really helped. Like, mm-hmm. it helped me when my mom was like, okay, here. She, she was literally in her garden. She was like, here's some basil. Smell it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was funny. But, um, yeah. And then the two people that I had talked to about. It, and then they're like, at first they told me, they're like, yeah, I thought that was kind of silly at first. I'm like, wait, it's actually helping. Like, I can breathe now. It does so like, work. They're even like, I don't remember how to breathe. It's mm-hmm. I was like, I got you. <laughs> so it's really helpful.
0: No, literally. I've actually, I've had a few friends tell me about that, too. And mm-hmm. I've never done particularly, like, what can I smell, like, like going through the list. Yeah. But, like, in this, I feel like that's pretty similar to, like, just, like, you know, focusing on something yeah. other than, just because if your mind is putting energy towards that, it puts less energy towards whatever your, you know, you or your mind and your body's freaking out about.
1: Yeah. And it kind of just brings you back to the reality of things, too. You're like right. Oh, okay. It's right. actually like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Let's see. Oh, so I have setting yourself up for success. Such as if sleeping in triggers you and inhibits your day, um, set an alarm and get up early. Like I know for Mm -hmm. myself, um, I if I sleep in too late and just lay around and be lazy in my bed, um, I start to get anxious about the things that I'm not completing during the day. And I start to get really down and out about myself and um and just like I don't know. I feel like, oh, like if I had gotten up at this time, I would have gotten all this done. And now like I'm wasting all my day and everything. And I can get kind of anxious about all that. Mm-hmm. So for myself, like a trigger is like sleeping in too late or like not being productive in the mornings. Being yeah. productive really helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just helps like take my mind off things. So I think it's just important to like know what triggers you and set yourself up for success. If you know that like eating, tons of sugar before you go to bed is going to make you feel like sluggish and anxious when you wake up don't do that you know Mm -hmm. just like simple things like know what affects you and work towards i don't know removing the possibility of those things
1: Mm -hmm. that's good yeah that's what Mm -hmm. i've been noticing recently too I feel like if I don't have an alarm and I just wake up and I'm just like, well, I feel so aimless mm-hmm. and it's just not good for anything. No. So like stuff like that. And also just like having a routine, a right. basic routine it doesn't have to be too strict. Right. That's mm-hmm. a problem. But yeah. And that's that's what I noticed helps.
0: I think anxiety really doesn't like rhythms in your life. I think having routines is super, super helpful.
1: Yeah. And
0: even if it's like as little as literally, like every morning I know... Like, I get out of bed, I go wash my face, and I do my skincare routine and brush my teeth literally every morning. And if I don't wash my face and, like, then I start to feel, like, icky, and one thing that, like, really sets me off, as dumb as this sounds, is feeling not clean.
1: Oh, and I start okay, to, like, yeah. freak
0: out because I feel, like, gross and I feel, like, unproductive. So I always get up and I always wash my face and I always put on, like, my skincare. Yeah. And having those, like, little routines of things throughout your day doesn't, like, allow as much room for anxiety and for your
1: mind to wander.
0: hmm So I find yeah. that really
1: helpful. Yeah, that is. Um, for this one, I just wanted to address like for the people who are struggling with ocd um i think that's something that's not when i hear people talk about anxiety they don't talk about it as much um and i think when people are thinking about it they're like oh you're just a really organized person like type a person i hate that that's one of my biggest pet peeves Mm -hmm. when people are like oh yeah i had to reorganize my closet because i'm so ocd i'm like oh my gosh i hate that unless they literally are but Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think that's like one it might be a manifestation of this for some people right it comes out different but i think most of it, like 90% of it is all just like in your head that no one would notice. And right. so they think, oh, it's fine. But it's so draining and so exhausting because it's just like in your brain, you can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I wanted to say, I've talked to a couple of different people who just to give them like tips on it. So I was just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and um, I think the main thing you have to do is what it does is it really like, it, it makes you not trust yourself at all. And I think what you have to do is when you get these, like, a lot of it's, like, obsessive, intrusive thoughts, that type of thing. Um, And, of course, then it will try and get you to do, like, oh, obsessive, like, compulsions, whatever that might be. And I think immediately what I've learned is you have to talk back to your thoughts, like, literally, and this could go for any anxiety, but literally immediately, Um, so that you don't give it room to be, like, oh, like, not trusting what you know actually happened. If it's, like, something as basic as, like, oh, you actually didn't like wash your hands or something and like if you even think about it for like five seconds and you might be like well like you can't even give it room to like you know we can't even waver a little bit you're just like nope that's not how it is and then you move on and it can be uncomfortable at first but I think that's the biggest thing you have to do is you have to talk back to them like literally immediately and just be like nope that's not true and then just keep going right because yeah that's the thing I noticed that people are like well they're kind of wavering in their brain it's like no it's not good you can't give it any room Right. That's just something right there.
0: Cool. And I just wanted to like touch on something you said too. Um, just people not taking seriously when and saying like, Oh, like I'm so organized, like I'm so O C D, whatever. Yeah. When people I feel like that's something that really bugs me about like um like PTSD and stuff when people be like, Oh, like, you know, they drop something loud, oh you're gonna give me PTSD or something. Oh yeah. Or they yeah, ate yeah, something yeah. food that didn't taste good and they're like, Oh, this is gonna give me PTSD, and now we're gonna be able to eat this again. It's, like, ch- just trying to be, like, a little bit sensitive to the people who are actually going through it because it makes – I feel like it makes this sense of if you do say, like, oh, I struggle with this, you know, OCD, PTSD, people, like, don't take you seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that can that's be true. super,
0: super frustrating to someone who's actually going through it right. and actually having that struggle because you feel like, oh, now um, everyone just thinks I'm dramatic. hmm Yeah. So that's frustrating. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Let's see. Okay, so I have talked to someone. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be a therapist, a friend, a mentor, etc. Um, but the one it's just important to like I find that my things always seem smaller once I've gotten them out loud. Yeah. hmm Um The one thing I will say with that though is um when you're arguing, depending on the nature of um whatever you're you need to talk about, just Especially if it's a friend, just run it by them first to make sure they feel comfortable with you saying those things to them because sometimes that can kind of trigger,
1: trigger or like hurt someone else and sure. on accident
0: mm-hmm. when you're unloading a little bit.
1: Yeah. So. And also, it needs to be someone that is trustworthy and it's not going to be like telling everyone your business because anybody got time. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I found it's really helped. Like, even um, the other day, something just kind of like not deep, but um, my parents are really good for me. I to talk to I know not everyone has that but um and I was talking to my dad and I was like okay I'm gonna go out on my run and I was really nervous I was just like I know that there's gonna be dogs in my run and they're gonna come like bite me or something and my dad's like no you're fine they're gonna stay in their yard and I'm just like oh okay like it just makes it be like bruh it's not that deep they're not gonna come kill you you know what I mean and I never have been attacked let's just say (laughs) right
0: yeah I feel like it is just good to like just get it out in the open. Um, just say what you need to say, but check with people before you say it. Just in yeah. case. Yeah. Mhm. That's definitely helpful. Let's see. Oh, kind of going along with what you said about like exercising. I just said like moving away, you enjoy going to bed tired will help. Um, getting into a routine and routines often help with anxiety.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. what I found. I just need to have a structure. I'm not too rigid though, because then I get stressed if the structure is thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, balance. Exactly. Balance. Just a vague, you know, a little outline. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mainly
0: um,
1: yeah. uh, really that's it. Okay, so I Unless have, you one have one more. I have, do you have yeah. one more.
0: For something that's kind of affected me. Um, And this kind of, I feel like, I guess I just don't know anything about guys and their hormones, but this kind of goes more towards girls, I would assume. I, I don't I didn't even think about guys and we that don't way, know we, can't, don't, speak we, to we that. can't speak to that we're <laughs> women over here um but keeping an eye on your hormones my anxiety has spiked drastically for about a year and a half when my hormones were like out of control
1: mm-hmm. and
0: do like some medication I was on and um and that like truly affected it so so much yeah so being in touch with your cycle and knowing when your hormones rise and fall can be such a game changer just knowing oh like in two days i'm probably going to be a little bit extra anxious and moody because Mm -hmm. i'm going to be more hormonal yeah um and then knowing that like when say like you're on your period and your you know hormones are out of whack and you're not feeling great um and you're anxious and what all else knowing like in a week and a half i'm going to be feeling amazing
1: yeah that's the thing and it helps you like Mm -hmm. prepare too right you know those days are coming you're like okay what can i do to like help myself a little bit
0: right and i feel like being the like you said being prepared is so Mm -hmm. important because i can just remember throughout my all my teen years just you know especially the beginning half not knowing like i knew my period was coming but it didn't click with me that when that was coming, I would probably be a lot more anxious and stuff. And if I knew to plan in advance for that, Mm -hmm. like, the moods, they just kind of, like, hit me and I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, But now, like, I have, like, I track it on my phone and I can see, oh, like, it may start in X, Y, Z days. So that's why I'm feeling kind of off or I prepare and I know I'm probably going to feel off.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think that's good, too, because you can prepare, like, the people around you, like, if you're married, like, you, like, be like, Justin, yo, it's not your fault. Oh, right. I'm going to be right. this way. <laughs>
0: and he, like, you know, being married and everything, he knows, like, what my cycle is like, too. So, and when that, that's, my period is going to come and stuff. So, sometimes when I'm freaking out, he's like, well, you're going to get your period in two days. So, that's probably, you're probably just upset about, like, because your hormones are kind yeah. of a little bit whacked up right now. And then I'm like, oh, right, you're right. That makes me feel better. Yeah. That it's, like, not something I've done and it's not just me, like, being, kind of whack.
1: And he um, won't take it personally either if you are like l- taking it out a little bit or something. No. You know what I mean? It. That's the thing.
0: And he can be super, super empathetic because it's like, or like sympathetic because he's like, he knows that I'm having an extra rough time. Mm-hmm. So he's usually a little bit like extra sweet, which yeah. is really
1: nice. I think I actually do have one last thing. Go for um, it. I think the main thing to remember with all this stuff, at least that I try to remind myself, is you just have to be patient with yourself because it's not like one, like most of the time, is something you got to deal with kind of forever sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's just how it is. And some days you're going to have really good days, and some days you're going to feel like you just started all over again. And not to get mad at yourself, like, oh, I was just doing fine yesterday, and now today. No, it's just to be patient with yourself and go with the ups and downs. Be like, well, you know, it's a lifelong journey. It really is. I definitely
0: is. am impatient with myself. Oh? I, I can <laughs> think of so many days that, like, I'll, like, have a great week, and then mm-hmm. one day I'll be down, and I'll be like, oh, come on. I was, like, having the best week, and now, like, yeah. of course, I have to go ruin it for myself, and so that's that's a good point.
1: Yeah, and as long as I discount the good days, I'm like, well, they weren't actually good because now I just ruined it. Right, right. Like, no. You know, I just take the day for what it is. That's exactly. what I got to say. <laughs> I agree.
0: Well, I just wanted to go ahead and read a couple Bible verses that yes. – um, one is actually um, – it's pretty long, but that's okay – um, y'all are obviously listening to us because you <laughs> like to hear us. So I'm going to go ahead and read those. Um, the first one is Philippians 4, 6. Yes. Um, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Mm-hmm. I really like that one a lot. Just reminds you, make that prayer a habit and a... Um, just a reaction. Yeah. The next one I have is Isaiah 41.10. It says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that just one I just really like because it's like yeah. um, when it says like for I am your God, it's like he um, is there for us at all times. And so we don't need to fear I love that all. one. I know. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then the last one I have is a little bit longer. It is Matthew 6:25 through 34. Oh, I love this. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? <sighs> Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own.
1: I love that passage. I'll read that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I think what I like about it too, is I like to see literally what Jesus said. I find, mm-hmm. I find it so comforting. Yeah,
0: I really like that, too. And I always talk about, Justin and I will talk about, the um, can you, the verse that says, can you, um, can you, can any one of you by wearing add a single hour to your life? Yeah. It's like the, me sitting here worrying about, worrying is so unproductive and mm-hmm. it is so not helpful. Um, it's not helping me to make my life better in any way. Um, it's really just useless. Yeah, so it's just kind of a good reminder for those times you kind of get stuck in the slump. Yeah, and the fact that like God, um, he is looking out for us. Mm-hmm. He cares w- way more than we even think or know for ourselves.
1: Yeah, know? so and I really like the part where it's like, and your heavenly Father knows that you need these things. Like that helps me because sometimes I'm like, well, what if he? I not What if he doesn't know that I actually this I need this and whatever, right. and he was not going to give me or help me with this. No, like right. he literally knows everything. He knows better than I do what I need. Right. I like that part. Well,
0: and it's so crazy because our, what we think, the amount that we think God cares about us is so like cons- constrained to like our small, simple minds. But mm-hmm. in reality, how much he cares for us and loves us is so much bigger than we can even like ever like imagine or anything. Yeah. It, and he knows the inner workings of our everyday lives and um, everything we do, for that mm-hmm. matter, and everything we need, everything we're worried about. He knows about all those things, and yet, like, we're like, oh my gosh, he probably doesn't even know. Mm-hmm. He probably isn't even thinking about it. And no, he's, like, very fully aware. Yeah. More than we could ever imagine, which is the crazy part. Mm-hmm. It's so wild that, like, our perception of how much, like, like, the depth and, like, width of, like, God's love for us is only based on, like... How much we feel like we could love other people,
1: right? Yeah, isn't that
0: crazy? Mm-hmm. When in reality, like his love is like so many millions of times like way bigger like than what we can ever think about. I don't yeah. know. That just blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It just makes me like want
1: to be like, all right, don't worry about a thing ever again. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, it's a journey. Mm hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think these were helpful. I think hopefully very y'all can helpful. get some tips.
0: Yeah, and it just reminded me too. Um, I don't know of. All these helpful things that I don't always think about on an everyday basis. Right. Yeah. Put it back in your mind. Well, I guess that's a wrap. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I love talking about this type of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So why don't y'all f- go follow us on Instagram at TVHPodOfficial, Yes. Um, as well as follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, make sure to give us five star ratings.
1: <laughs> yes, we always say <laughs>
0: yes. Um, and I was gonna say something else. Oh, download our episodes because I yeah. can't really we can't really see our um how many people are listening unless they download.
1: Yeah, download And then you can listen to us in the car, too. You know, True. if you're just like, oh, I have this drive I do literally all the time. Right. Even if you're streaming it and you don't need to download it, just download it and then
0: undownload it. Just so you yeah. can see. Mm-hmm, we need to know. righty Well, we'll see y'all next week.
1: Yeah. Thanks for Bye. listening. Bye.